Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Manu. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together with me, your mischievous Maria Menunos. Uh, it is Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. When you know better, you get better. That's what we try to do here every day. Um, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us. Stephen has my fun, mischievous music because... I find these days to be challenging. <laughs> and so a little mischievous music just gets me in the right mood to have a little bit of fun. Uh, we have a fun show for you today. Uh, my very dear friend, former AfterBuzz TV host, now WWE superstar Daria Beranato is going to be on the show today. We're very excited to chat with her. We also are featuring another AfterBuzz host today. Ollie started at AfterBuzz as an intern, quickly rose through the ranks to become a beloved host at our network, AfterBuzz TV. He hosted shows like RuPaul's Drag Race and Stumptown. He is a WWE super fan, and so he's here to join us in this conversation with Sonia Deville. Hello, Ollie. Hi, it's such an honor, Maria. I love this music. I feel like we're in Disneyland. It's so great. Such an honor. Thank you so much. I'm oh, so excited to be Ollie, here. not to burst your bubble, but this is the closest you're ever going to get to Disneyland, I think. <laughs> ever! It's over! It, it, I honestly, at this rate, I'm okay with that. Do you I'm believe? Okay with that. Do you believe, Ollie? Do you believe we will ever be able to go? You know, I, just, I would like to, but I'm just taking each day by day, Maria, at mm -hmm. this point. You know, smile, you know, last day of pride. I'm just going to be happy and, and, and joyful for this for this remainder of this summer. I love it. I love it. I was listening to Oprah this morning, and what I got from her was, you know, when you're dealing with challenging times, you just kind of do step by step. Don't try to think big and, like, the whole thing you know, all at once, you just got to do step by step. And that's what I'm doing with everything in my life right now is step by step. So here we are on Better Together. 
We've got Kelsey training in the booth because Stephen is departing for a trip I don't believe he's going to come back from. I'm, I'm not. I'm probably not. <laughs> and so he's been training various uh, people to step in. Kelsey is our latest victim. Hello, Kelsey. Hi. Uh, not a victim. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyhow, thank you guys for joining us. If you haven't become a Patreon member, please do click the link in the summary um, and join us. We do um, some really powerful stuff over there. We um, can't do here on our show because of rules, blah, rules. Um, and so uh, join us over there. Our quote of the day, when all Americans are treated as equal, no matter who they are or whom they love, we are all more free. And that is from President Barack Obama. Remember him, guys? Yeah, he, he <laughs> Remember was those times? I was, there was something about the Obamas that I just trusted them so much. That's why when I saw that quote, I was just like, ah. Oh. Obama. Remember when there was like some normalcy in our world? Yeah, back before presidents used Twitter. That was nice. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, not talking politics. I don't talk politics. Yes, we don't but, talk politics. Um, but guys, I do have some more bad news. <laughs> no. Are you guys ready for this one? No. <laughs> Drum roll, Here. please. Let me get you your music so at least we can make fun of it. Okay. There's a new pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) There's a new pandemic, guys. It is um, courtesy of, unfortunately, China. China, (laughs) There's a new virus in pigs in China, apparently, that is a new pandemic they are investigating. And uh, Henry Winkler tweeted today, a new virus from China, a million question marks. Another one. Oh, gosh, I didn't read the whole thing. Okay. God is telling the world, slow down, clean up your act, you've crossed the line. So, a pandemic on top of a pandemic. We've got, what were the flying mosquito thingies, the bees, the killer murder Murder hornets. hornets. We got murder hornets and pandemics upon pandemics. Um... yeah, it's 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 a challenging time to be positive, but I am holding space for all of us to be positive. This is what we're here for. This is what we're doing. Um, I will say, I did a hair treatment in the shower this morning. I'm very excited by the results I shall share with you. It looks great. Um, I don't think my hair has ever looked so clean and um, unbuildup-y. Um, this is a positive thing. So uh, I learned this, actually. Kelsey, you're going to love this. I learned this little tip from uh, a very successful hairstylist. She was doing my hair color for all my Pantene commercials back when I was the Pantene spokesperson. So before they color your hair, they strip it of all of the buildup with this product called Malibu. It's called hard water. It's in these little packets and it's like a crystal thing you fill up with water in your hands and you wash your hair and it literally strips all the buildup and gives you your fresh clean hair again and you know i did it this morning didn't pay attention kevin and i were arguing about something and i just walked by a mirror and i was like oh shit my hair looks really clean and like shiny We'll make sure to put this in the episode description, Maria. I'm I'm looking now. It's not super expensive. I'm impressed by how reasonable this amazing product is. Yeah, there are natural ways to do it with vinegar, apparently, but um, but this stuff works. Like, it's pretty cool. So, I um, thought I'd share that with you. No, I'm excited about that. Yeah, Very especially excited. where you just colored your hair. Like once you start I to did. see it getting dull and whatever, um, use a little of this in the shower. Done. Brand new. Ollie, Thank you color you. your hair all the time. We'll need to make sure we get you some of that too. I know, right? Come on. Me- when you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, 
for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Give me some of that. The pink hair is looking dull. I'm sorry, Maria. Your hair is way better than mine right now. <laughs> I need to get that treatment right now. I really want pink hair. <laughs> Actually, I rocked pink hair to the SmackDown premiere on Fox. Ooh. I remember that look, oh actually. God, Dimitri killed it with this pink wig. And um, and I really just wanted to keep my hair like that so desperately. The problem is, is it won't last. Like if you the dye upkeep. your hair, yeah, you can't do it. And it would just fry my whole head. But I really, really loved the pink hair. And you know what else I really enjoyed on me? Because... You know, when you're with Dimitri, you get to play with all of his wigs. He had a lime green wig and it actually worked Ooh. on my skin tone. So, yeah. Lime yeah. green. I'm, I would love to see that in yeah. action. Oh, my God. That pink summertime is... is when you get to play around with your hair and, and experiment and to find out what you like, what looks best on you. Yeah. Um, funny enough, as I see my Austin 316 shirt and Ollie, you being a huge WWE fan, and obviously we're going to be chatting with... Daria, aka Sonia, very soon. Um, what what got you into wrestling? Like, was it you know friends, family? Who got you into it? It was family. Every Monday night, I remember when SmackDown. It was on a Thursday back in the day, uh, kind of like the Attitude Era. My family, my dad, he was the, such a huge Rock fan. And then, actually, I have a stepdad. Funny enough, he was Stone Cold Steve Austin Stan or fan. Um, but. For me, I just, it resonated with me. Everyone had a character and it, just to see the evolution growing up to 2020, it was back in the early 2000s. And for me, what resonated with me the most were the women wrestlers. It, they were called divas back in the Attitude Era, but to see the women's revolution, how far they come and their main eventing, I don't know. The women I just connected with me, the amazing femininity that they brought along with their ability to kick major butt try not to curse mm -hmm. um it was just so inspiring it's something that really resonated with me also my sexuality as well the the women just have such a huge queer fan base you know and so i it just stuck with me i feel like the old saying once a wrestling fan always a wrestling fan mm -hmm. no matter how far you stray from it you just get reeled back in i don't know about you but oh, yeah. that's that's my story yeah i used to watch it with my dad and my mom used to be so like annoyed at us but I grew up watching it and I loved it and always will so yeah once a wrestling fan always a wrestling fan who if you had to this is the worst question ever I hate when someone asks me it but I'm gonna ask you it if you okay. had to pick your favorite let's say favorite like vintage like not there anymore and the favorite current okay <laughs> Whew, I can do this I can do this Maria so favorite vintage Oh man, maybe I can't do this. The first instinct for me is Trish Stratus. Just Trish Stratus, she had a huge evolution for sure, coming in as a model, becoming this athlete, this strong woman that everyone could look up to was so empowering to me. And just seeing her growth and where she is today doing yoga and to, you know, not just always be tied to WWE, but also branch out to, you know, movies she's in movies and fitness and whatnot I thought that was so inspiring and right now I mean not just because that we're here Sonia like yeah. Sonia is such an amazing role model right now for the LGBTQIA plus community and for her to not only be an openly proud gay wrestler but she's also a female wrestler so that's levels of intersectionality that just really inspires me and inspires the fans and I just really look up to her at this moment and it's making more of a space, uh, a safe space for the community and the fandom of wrestling for sure. Yeah. She's awesome. You know, she was an after buzzer, right? Yes. She was hosting the total divas after yeah, show yeah, years ago and the UFC after show, which is mind blowing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think she's going to like my hard water tip as well, actually. <laughs> 
Um, uh, another thing that's um, kind of interesting is I, I heard this morning that Europe has banned us from traveling to Europe, right? U.S. Yes. is gone. Yeah. yeah. But the good news is, is that after Brexit, we can just go to the U.K. and then go into Europe. So we're good. Oh, okay. Oh, it's just the EU. <laughs> is that right, Stephen? It's yeah, the... it's the EU. It, it's yeah. not the UK. It's the EU. So um, I'll, I'll tell you right now, this is why this is actually probably going to cause a lot of places to want to leave the EU, just as Brexit did. Because what happens is you get a situation like this where all of these countries depend so heavily on tourism. Yeah. And a lot of percentage of their income is from American tourists. Totally. So when you have a governing body like the EU, which is like, oh, nobody from America can come over here. Well, if you don't like it, deal with it. You're a member of the EU. You're going to see a lot of upset economies and upset countries right now. It's so wild. So my mom and dad, we were talking to them. We were like, okay, we're giving them like hope because they normally live in Connecticut. And we're like, maybe sometime, you know, in July, because I had said by the end of June, (laughs) early July, we're going to know if the spike is going to happen because everybody was out protesting. Right. And, you know, some people were wearing masks, some people weren't, you know, having that mass amount of people together um, is going to be kind of a deciding factor, I think. And so here we are. California has a massive uptick, obviously, Florida, Texas. Now, I don't know if it was because of the protests, because at the same time, there were protests everywhere and you're not seeing it everywhere. But uh, and what people are attributing it to is Memorial Day weekend now I'm reading. But um, my mom's, uh, you know, my mom was like so excited to go. And then I think it was like two days ago we were talking about it yesterday. The governor uh, Governor Cuomo announced that they're not allowing anyone into New York, Connecticut, or New Jersey. So my mom, every day, she's like, Maria, you know we can go to Connecticut now, right? And I go, yes, mom, I know. It's uh, it's it's interesting. It's it's really interesting. I, I mean, like... <laughs> interesting. <laughs> well, I, it's, it's hard to find words for this time right now, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I try to find... How are you doing? I... Uh, I just don't have words sometimes because it's so, if you think about everything, uh-huh. you think about the multiple pandemics, the important conversations our country is having, the collapse of the entertainment industry. I mean, like I was looking at stats on Quibi today. That was like guaranteed to succeed, but it's collapsed. I, it's hard. Oh, what to, are the stats? Tell me. They're just not good. I, um, it's, I think like 2 million downloads. They were hoping for 8 million by this point. Um, it's not even the top 100 most downloaded apps in the Apple podcast store. Um, and you don't want to see that. None of us want to be seeing this, but we just, as I've learned from the show, Maria, we have to try to find the positive and grow yeah. because it's, it's really hard. It's really, really yeah. hard right now. I'm kind of down. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why like, listen, I'm very transparent with how I'm feeling. I, I don't want to be anything but because it's, you know, we're all, I have a piece of tape on my shoe. Don't know how that ended up there. Um, But, you know, so it's like, we're not always going to be in the best kind of space. So we have to just kind of admit where we are and then try to find better feeling thoughts and, um, and try to, Try to know that, you know, this is happening for some reason. There has to be a shift, a collective shift. And so the individual shift wasn't working enough, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Individuals trying to shift on their own. Yeah, not working as much. We need a collective massive shift. And so, um, yeah, it's, it is a really tough, tough time emotionally for everybody. We are all in it together. We're all you know dealing with it but um all we can do is just keep trying to you know meditate and find positives in everything and so uh, if you're out there and you're feeling um disenchanted or um hopeless you're not the only ones um but we do rely on the tools that we are learning here at least every day to continue to slay the emotional dragons right because that's how i kind of look at it we just gotta slay all day slay all <laughs> i love that slay it actually day. works a lot for pride but slay all day yes 
<laughs> yes, queen. I love Sorry. it. Actually, speaking I of to, pride, I have to put it in. <laughs> do you know that I was the, um, what was it? The Grand Marshal, right? Um, at Gay mm-hmm. Pride years ago, my parents, Kevin and I, all um, on the float or walking next to the float. Um, that was after an insane night of drinking because I had a massive yeah. birthday party and barely could wake up. I was so hungover. But, um, but it was so much fun. It was literally the most fun day ever. And so, yes, and that outfit. Thank you, Allison Olivia. Could it be a more perfect outfit? When I saw it, I was like, hello. <laughs> and we do have, uh, speaking of Allison Olivia, we have Stacey Bender um, coming in at some point this month. We've been oh, cool. back and forth with scheduling, but we will be uh, talking to another badass female CEO at some time, some point in July. So. She is the designer of that outfit. Well, listen, let's get to our chat with Daria. She is, of course, an American professional wrestler and mixed martial artist. She's signed to WWE under the ring name Sonya Deville, where she performs on SmackDown Friday nights uh, live on Fox. In addition to her role on SmackDown, she's become a fan favorite on E's Total Divas and is celebrated as the first openly gay female wrestler in the company's roster. To wrap up Pride Month, I welcome my friend Daria Berenato, also known as Sonya Deville. What's up, MM? How you What's doing? What's up, Sonia? Daria? I'm going to call you Daria because that's what I call you. Um, no matter how many times I tell you the correct pronunciation, Maria's like, no, this is how I say it. Daria? <laughs> Shit. See, you know. Shit, you're right. God darn it. Damn it. Maria? I do that with a few people in my life, actually. It's a real you problem. Just... I have a defect because my defect is if I don't learn your name the first time, mm. I have this insecurity and I'm always going to get it wrong. If I mispronounce your name and have said mm. it too many times, I'm I, I to undo that is really hard for my brain for some reason. So I'm going to throw no, out I my brain it. tumor card right now. I'm going to make it about the brain tumor. <laughs> that is so messed so up. So messed up. So messed up. This is like when oh, I talk to my doctor. Shoot. Sometimes I was like, I have a tumor, or it's not a tumor. Can you imagine growing up watching like Kindergarten Cop or whatever it was, and Arnold Schwarzenegger said that? I used to joke about that my whole life, and then I have a brain tumor. Like, this is so messed up. But all right, friends, let's talk about something we all do snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I'm going to throw that card down right now. I love you. I apologize. I love you more. (laughs) What's going on? Who's your co-host? So uh, this is Ollie. Ollie is um, an after buzzer. He is a diehard WWE fan. And he earlier told us that his current favorite person on WWE happens to be... Ollie, I'll let you do the honors. Why did you have to put me on the spot like that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not turning red and I'm not turning red at all. But anyways, no. yes, I'm a huge fan, Sonia. Diehard fan. Just saying. Very excited to be here with both you and Maria today on the last day of Pride. It means a lot to me and it's such an honor. Can't can't say can't You're say so that. sweet. I love your oh. hair, by the way. Thank you. I love you. Is that creepy? No, not at all. <laughs> okay, cool. Totally normal. So <laughs> so D, obviously, um, I, I know your journey and, um, probably more than anybody. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, for sure. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about your journey to the WWE and, um, and we'll, we'll start there. So, um, 
as most of you guys know, I was a former MMA fighter. So when I was 17 years old and I graduated high school, I moved out of my house. I moved to South Florida and I wanted to be an MMA fighter. That's all I ever wanted to do. It was my dream. It was my passion, my love. Um, so I went down to South Florida to pursue that with American top team, which is one of the best fight facilities in, in the world. Um, and in my journey down there, I got into a little bit of acting. I was the extra on burn notice and glades consistently. And then I ended up getting a U five on glades and I kind of fell in love with, um, acting as well. So I was like, where can I go where I can pursue fighting at this level and also get into acting. So it led me to New York first. Um, where I produced my first independent film and did a lot of stuff there to try to get into the acting scene. And eventually it led me to Los Angeles because it is the Mecca of all things entertainment, whether it be fighting or acting. Um, and while I was out there, I was kind of on the grind. Like everybody is when they first moved to LA, you know, I was bartending. Um, I ended up managing a craft beer bar in El Segunda and I was fighting MMA full time, um, closing the bar at 3am and then up for training by, by 7am with my coach. So I was just on that kind of hamster wheel of doing what you got to do to get it done. And every Sunday I would spend four to five hours at Afterbuzz studios in the Valley, um, hosting for Maria and Kevin's network. I would do the UFC show and, um, it was obviously something I was doing for, you know, really good experience and learning kind of more on camera tools that I could put in my tool belt for a career in entertainment one day, whether that be acting or hosting like Maria. Um, I kind of had aspirations to do it all. So shortly into my career there at AfterBuzz TV, I remember this is a funny story. Maria and Kevin did, did something where they offered all the hosts an opportunity to pitch a creative idea to them. Um, and so I put together a presentation and I went into your office and I pitched it to you and Kev and I'll never forget. Kev came up to me the next time I was at Afterbuzz and he was like, me and Maria really like you. And I remember thinking, yeah, okay. Like, you know, like him and Maria are sitting around <laughs> talking about me, you know, here I am this small town girl, you know, out in LA, just trying to make it, you know, I just didn't think it was true and I didn't believe him. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're full of crap. And so he's like, no, really, like we we see something in you and we love your energy. And so Kevin and your father ended up coming to my last and final MMA fight. And after the fight, you guys sat me down and you were like, listen, you're too pretty to be doing this. We got to get you into something else. And I was like, no, but this is my life and my, my dream. And I don't want to do anything else. And Eventually, WWE asked Maria to compete in WWE Tough Enough, which is a reality series. And Maria's like, I'm too old for this shit, basically. <laughs> um, but I have the perfect girl for you. And so you and Kev called me. And Kev is like, before you say no, hear me out. And he like, pitched me the whole idea. And I was like, why would I say no to that? I was like, yeah, competition show, reality series. Like, it's kind of all right up my alley. But you guys... I guess didn't think I would be willing to give up MMA at the time, which was partially true because I didn't think that being on the reality show meant giving up MMA. I just didn't put those two pieces together at the time. Um, so fast forward five years from that, I am here SmackDown live every Friday, living literally my dream career. I love it. You know, it's, it, it was interesting watching you on tough enough because that was like your kind of public coming out, right? Yeah, that was the craziest thing ever. Um, How hard was that for you? It was it was such a weird time in my life. You know, I'm 21 years old at the time. I'm on a reality television show that's being broadcast live internationally. And the first question I'm asked in the interview portion of the show was, are you in a relationship? And I always tell this story and I always say, like, that's such a simple question, right? <laughs> like, you're on a reality show, you're being put on the spot by... Triple H and other top WWE executives, the easiest question you could get is a yes or no question. Are you in a relationship? And so, but for me, it was this loaded question with such a uh, complex back end because I wasn't openly gay yet, but I did have a girlfriend at the time. So I remember, um, you know, thinking in that moment, like, okay, do I lie? And my girlfriend will kill me because I'm now saying I'm single on a reality television show when we all know how that goes. Or do I tell the truth and now the entire world knows that I'm gay and I'm outing her because she wasn't even out to her parents, nobody. 
So it was kind of like fight or flight. And I just told the truth. And I was like, yeah, I have a girlfriend. And I kind of like smiled and Triple H was like, did you just come out on national television? And I was like, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was a crazy moment. And now you're the first openly gay female on the roster. Does that come with um, any weight for you? I mean, at first it was super daunting. Um, I I remember coming out and being like, okay, what does this mean? How do I feel? And like, I, I remember like not being able to assess my emotions at first. Like I was like, I'm happy because I feel free. Like I, it was a weight lifted off my shoulders, but then at the, on the same token, I remember um, social media back then being, being a little rough. Obviously I got a lot of positive feedback from the fans, but the fans didn't even know me yet. Like I, I was on tough enough and that's the only exposure they had to me was that preliminary episode. So they didn't really know me. And so a lot of people were jumping to judgments and conclusions. And, you know, I was very young and, easily influenced at the time um and it was definitely hard at first but looking back at the kind of last five years of my life and realizing that not only am I more comfortable with myself than I've ever been because of almost being forced to live my truth but watching my younger fans be inspired by it um is it means the world to me and so now obviously I'm in a place where I'm proud of my sexuality and it, it doesn't bother me at all to talk about it. And I actually like to talk about it because I want to be the voice for those that don't have a voice necessarily. Right. Um, but that took a while to get there. Right. Especially in wrestling or in sports in general, it's kind of, it's scary to come out or it's scary to just be open, openly flamboyant or who, who you are as a person. So it's very commendable and honorable. Like your fans love you. We love you. And it really means a lot to us, especially in the WWE. And I love that the WWE is making strides. You guys had the pride photo shoot last year. (laughs) That looks so beautiful. And the superstars were taking part in it. You, Naomi, like everyone looks so gorgeous. And even the men were taking part of it. And it's nice to know that we're watching this, you know, week after week and seeing that the, the guys and the girls that we look up to are also allies. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. And it's, you know, it's, you're always surprised by the amount of allies we have. Um, But sometimes if we don't force the conversation or we don't have the conversation, we don't know. Right. Uh, And assumptions can lead us down a bad rabbit hole. So with WWE, it was trial and error. I just started pitching ideas and Stephanie McMahon has been a huge part in helping me do so. And really supportive of me being part of the community and using my voice um, on, on the platform that we have with WWE. So it's been a really, it's been a really cool experience. And, you know, we're on a good road of positive and upward progression in WWE. And I think um, that's only going to get better and better with time. So cool. Um, You're doing so much now. I mean, you, you started on the reality show, obviously, you know, you're, you're on the roster, SmackDown, you're on total divas, right? Like what was the total divas experience like for you? Yeah. I mean, it's been crazy. It's like, uh, like you said, started on tough enough, which is a pretty big competition reality series. Um, then I had a, I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria. My mom would say in her Greek accent, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, dot com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, dot com promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Start from square one and learn how to wrestle and, you know, start my journey in being a WWE superstar. Um, and then, you know, four years into it, I got the opportunity with Total Divas, which is probably one of the highlights of, of my life so far. I mean, being able to 
share my story and my family and my friends and my loved ones on, um, you know, such a cool platform in, in such a authentic way to, um, I think total divas really helps kind of emulate what we do as WWE superstars, both male and female just kind of shows our journey more, um, to people that don't know that much about it. So I think it's really cool. And also it targets a completely different demographic than what WWE programming targets sometimes, um, being that it's on E. So, yeah, it was a really, really cool experience. It's funny. Um, I think it was the steamer and the chat was talking about Sean Whalen and somehow he, you must have been posting <clears throat> about him because he was saying that the acting classes with Sean Whalen have really helped. Um, the, do you the, post about this? Have I missed it? Yeah, yeah. I'll post Sean sometimes um, shouting him out as my acting coach. And it's crazy the amount of people that have reached out and said that, um, what, what we've worked on together has helped because they've seen my progression um, in the ring and on the microphone with WWE. And I think Sean loves that. I love to hear that because, you know, as WWE superstars, the only thing we're required to do is maintain our health and fitness and show up to, you know, our shows every week, you know. and But something that I've noticed from the greatest of the greats, the John Cena's, the Dwayne Johnson, the Rock, um, you know, they all go that extra step. Even Becky Lynch, you know, they, they study the craft and part of our craft is performing and acting. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you and Kevin recommended Sean Whalen to me like two years ago. Now. Um, I remember sitting at your kitchen counter, the bar top and yeah. you were like, you were like, D you should take some acting classes. It's, it's only going to not saying you're a bad actor or anything, but it's only going to enhance what you can do in WWE. Yeah. And that night we got on the phone with Sean Whalen. We made the connection and I've been working with him ever since. And um, just like always, you guys um, are always looking out and helping guide me down a, a better path. And so I'm very grateful for that. And mm. obviously it has paid off. Um, so yeah, you can never have enough knowledge. You can never stop learning and evolving. And that's something that you and Kev have taught me. Yeah. Well, we love you and we want the best for you and for anybody that comes in our path, obviously. But I think it's so cool with you because you you actually listen, right? Like <laughs> when I met Kevin, I listened to him. That's why I reaped the rewards that I did, right? I There are so many right. people who don't want to hear anything. They think they have their own way and they don't want to be coached or mentored or whatever. They, <clears throat> they say they want mentors, but then they don't listen and do any of it. Um, 100%. So what's amazing about you is you do listen, right? Like I'm coming at you, save your money, invest, whatever. You're amazing at that anyway. But whatever it is, you, you're like a sponge and you take it in. But think about that, right? I, I remember that day in the count, at the counter in the kitchen and I, and I really wanted you to build your confidence in, in the ring on the mic. And now look at you. I mean, you had the craziest, most unbelievable moment. And maybe, you know, share as much as you can share because sometimes I don't know what I can share and what I can't. But, you know, fire and desire has been having <laughs> issues. And I think <laughs> that moment was your biggest moment so far. Yeah, I absolutely. Um, you're referring to, well, first to talk about the coachability aspect of things, because I think it's so important. Um, humility is success. Humility is part of success, right? And so is confidence and knowing your value and your worth. So it, there's like two sides to that, but it's like knowing when to shut up and listen is so important and has been vital to, to my experience and my success with you guys, because um, you guys obviously are the most giving people I've ever met in my entire life. Hence why when I met you and Kevin, I thought you were completely full of crap. <laughs> and I was like, why do these people just want to help me? I'm like, where's the catch 22 here? Cause I, I wasn't getting it. But that being said, I feel like people can take advantage of that or, um, you know, brush it off or think they're too good or too, you're, you're never too good to learn something new. Um, and you can learn something from everybody. So that being said, I'm really grateful for all the lessons that you guys have taught me and continue to teach me. And I will continue to be as coachable as possible. And I will continue to spread the knowledge that I've learned with people that need it as well, mm -hmm. because, you know, it's Pay it forward. a circle of life. Yeah. Everyone needs, um, need somebody in their life that, that's going to give them that. 
And then part two, um, you're referring to the promo that mm-hmm. I cut, which uh, a couple months ago now, um, which was really kind of the the moment in Fire and Desire's big feud. Um, and yeah, I, I would not have been able to do what I did if it wasn't for the help of Sean Whalen and the just the fundamentals and the basics that he's instilled in me that I would not have known had I not trained with him. And honestly, just the confidence that I've gotten from, like you said, honing my craft and working on those things. It, you get like a extra layer of confidence that kind of helps you believe in yourself. Even maybe if you already had it in you, but it just like instills like you, that you have that experience and the knowledge um, to be able to go out there and do something like that. So yeah, I'm blessed. Um, this storyline has been one of the most incredible things that I've been a part of in WWE thus far. And there's a lot more to come. I think the fans are going to really enjoy. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. Sorry, as a fan, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but it's, it's such a unique storyline. And I just want to know your kind of input in it because <clears throat> Mandy's the face, yet you're the heel. But you have so much, you, you're in a sense coming out with so much charisma and the fans are totally behind Sonia. I just got the chance. And sorry, Mandy, you're amazing. But like, Sonia's making points and you're the heel. And like, Mandy, you've been in, you've been in, you know, you got your covers going, girl, you're slaying. We love you, girl. But you know, Sonia's kind of taken the back burner a little bit. So it's cool. It's like, we're all rooting for the heel in this storyline, in a sense. It's kind of, it's it's interesting. Like you're both, both, yeah. of you, both you and Mandy are making points in the feud. And I want to know your reaction to like the fans and how they're reacting to the breakup of fire and desire. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you have a lot of valid points and I think that what the only thing that has been so important to me and Mandy throughout this entire thing is that we keep it authentic and that we keep it. um, We make it something that the fans, whether they love Mandy, they hate Mandy, they love me, they hate me. We don't care. We just want them to feel something. And I think at the end of the day, that's what most performers want. Um, So I'm just saying my truth. Mandy's saying her truth. And we're both completely entitled to do so. And then it's up to you guys, you know, whose truth you side with. And that's completely fine with me. And like I said, love me or hate me. um, It's, I think, one of the most genuine storylines that WWE has done in a long time. And I think it's super rewarding to be a part of it and i think a lot of that comes because we were both so passionate about getting to this point we didn't know how it was going to happen we didn't know when it was going to happen but us like many other people in the wwe we have been reaching for that brass ring as they say you know we we haven't been sitting back we haven't been um you know twiddling our thumbs and catering we've really been fighting for every single opportunity that we've gotten and so i think right now we're at a point where it really feels justified and it really feels validated and i think that's why you're seeing the confidence level rise between the two of us because we we feel like we're where we should be right now yeah period <laughs> i'm you know i'm a casual wwe fan too but fire and desire is one of my favorite storylines do you have do you feel like it's been hard like to have to pivot or do you feel like it's just been fun to kind of chase that journey I feel like it's been fun. Um, I honestly just let myself do what feels right to me. Um, you know, whether that's on on camera, on social media, I'm just kind of trusting my my gut more because I feel like we all have really good instincts and really good intuition that's been built up from years and years of developmental and practice. And so when you get to a point where you can just kind of trust yourself to just react and be in the moment, that's when the really cool stuff happens. And so I've just kind of been going with it. Yeah, it's it's incredible stuff. And of course, like you guys have the Demandies Donut stuff too, which has been really cool. I, I know your shirt. Too, I see yeah. that shirt. <laughs> I know. I feel bad. I didn't wear one. my I didn't wear my Sonya Deville shirt today. I wore wow. the other. I wore it recently on the show, but um, I should have worn it today. I wasn't thinking. But uh, I need a Demandies Donuts shirt. I'll send you guys these. Um, these yeah. are Donut Pride shirts. Actually, the last day to buy them. Um, you can buy them whenever, but the last day to buy them where $5 of every purchase goes to the Trevor Project is today, five months. 
As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps a bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Um, Ends today and so so does our um, charity. And then $5 of every pride item goes to Trevor Project and then $5 of every non-pride item goes to Black Lives Matter. So Very cool. Um, Yeah. You guys have uh, an incredible storyline right now. Is there anything you can give us? Any hints of what's to come? Well, I think um, everything that Sonia has said is has come to fruition. So I think believe what Sonia says when she says it. Um, <laughs> and the last thing she said was that she's going to ruin the one thing that matters most to Mandy Rose and that's her physical appearance. Um, you know, that's, that's Mandy's only ledge to stand on right now. And so if, if I take that away, what's she going to have? Interesting. She'll have, she'll have Otis. <laughs> yeah. I love that, Otis guys. I so, love Otis. Otis is amazing. Wait, so, so, so go ahead. Do you have a question, Ollie? Oh, so we're not going to get a re like, we're not going to get the tag team titles for fire and desire anytime soon. No. no, honey. I uh, spent five years living in her shadows <laughs> being second fiddle. It is my time to be the goddamn star right now. And Mandy Rose is going to have to sit back seat to that. And it's going to be really hard for her because, I mean, no one wants a reality check in the form of being second best. But Ooh, we have so many. Seat, honey. Does anybody else have a question? Steven, anybody, Jeff? Well, I'm seeing, you know, I have the phones in here, Maria, and a lot of fans are calling in right now. I think this is getting them kind of fired up. Do we want to take any fan calls or? Yeah, why not? What do you think? Well, that'd be fun. Right, are you, are one, you down? Yeah. Bringing one in. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Make sure you guys screen these calls. We don't need weirdos. Yeah, we're totally. I love my peeps. We're screening these calls. Um, it looks like whoever we have is connecting to audio. <clears throat> um, caller, can you hear us? Caller, I think we have. Hello? Yeah, yeah. We have someone on the line. I'm nervous. Now, now audio's connected now. Looks good. Hi, do you have a question for Sonia Deville? Hi, Sonia Deville. Oh my god, I'm such a huge fan. I just I just want to tell you that I've been like seriously one of your biggest fans all the way since Mandy, Mandy, your MMA I know your voice, days. dude. This is terrible. All the way since your this MMA. This is so days. terrible. Mandy, I, I just, know your voice, dude. Get hold on. I, hold I, on, D. I, I, I just, think it Carry on, caller. This is so pathetic. Carry on, caller. Literally. Hello? Caller, you can keep talking. I just, I just want to tell you, I I remember your first two fights, MMA fights. You did so good. But I just wanted to know what (laughs) what happened to your last one. This is so embarrassing. Mandy, your accent is terrible. Is, there's no way that's Mandy. Jeff, you, you screen the call. We Of course we screen Honey. the calls. We would never let her in. I mean, not after it's... all this conversation. What were you saying about uh, Sony's last fight, her last MMA fight, Mandy? Who's side Mandy? are you guys on? Jeff. Jeff. Well, I, I, no, I mean... Jeff is the worst. <laughs> Wait, who is this? Oh, my God. Is this actually Mandy? I cut the line, Jeff. I was told by Daria to cut the line. Yikes. I guess thank I Thank you for listening. I guess I just slipped hearing all you guys say, Mandy. Steven, Do- thank oh. you, Steven. I don't know who let's, that was, Jeff. Let's take another you... caller. Let's take another caller. Let's rebound. Oh, okay, rebound. <laughs> all right, let's see. Hello? She stole my idea. Hello? Do we have another caller? Did we lose her? She you guys realize this is what I did on your show when Mandy was on it. Like this was my creative idea. There's no idea. way. There was no way that was her. There's no way. I know Mandy's voice. 
in every form. Trust me. I lived with the chick for two years. Which we're, we're trying to look for other calls. We have some other uh, callers on the line. Steven, what are you, you seeing on your end? I bet you did. Okay. It could uh, just I'm be a to bring somebody in. Okay, I think I have one on. Okay. Hi, caller. Do you have a question for Sonia DeVille? Hi, Sonia. I just want oh. to tell you that you are you are my biggest... Oh, my God. I have been around watching your MMA fights, and I just wanted to know why you got your ass kicked so hard at that last fight. Yo, I'm, I mean, I'm, is I'm, it, is I'm it, legit. Is it just... Is it just because you're not tough enough? Oh, yeah, because you didn't make the show on tough enough either. Because I know where you live, honey, and I'm going to beat that a, ass. You better get off the it, line right now. Oh, bye, like what you what you bye, do to Mandy, too? You bye, can't even keep her down. Bye, you try to beat her up, but you bye. can't keep her. All right, I wait, cut her, wait, I cut her no, off. No, don't cut her off. I'm Why sorry. are you guys cutting people off? Let me talk to them. Okay, Maria, we'll bring her back whose on. Whose side are you on? I just want to know who it is for real, D. It's not Baby Harmon. It's Mandy Rose. There's no way. She right. would not try to pull the same prank you pulled. Oh, that would be pathetic, right? That would be so out of character. Caller, right? is the caller still here? Um, bringing him back on. Caller, are you there? It's ridiculous. Caller, is the caller Hi, still is there? Oh Hi, is this uh, another Hi. caller or is this the it's old another caller? caller? A new caller. Okay, go ahead. Hi, no, my name is Patricia, and I just wanted to say. identify yourself you always, you always say that but like it never happens oh really it never happens because i beat you twice oh it never happened me, okay, me. you never wrestled me though. what are you talking oh. about oh my god guys guys end the call end the call steven end the call. steven hold on one second d let's identify who this person is caller what's it's your mandy. name mandy i wasn't born yesterday caller Stacy, 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 I have Stacey. to say your your voice is very um animated. Is this oh, is yeah. this your Ooh. true voice? This is really Stacy. Um I I just wanted to say I absolutely love everything that you're doing, Sonia, and I just really wanted to say that I'm sorry you got your ass kicked so hard in that last MMA fight, but I think you're doing <laughs> great. I'm so happy you moved on to WWA. Bigger and better things, Stacy. Here's Stacey. Stacey's out. Bye. Oh, my God. Stacey's out. Okay. Um, this wow. is a this is a, a head scratcher, this one, for sure. Um, it's really not a head scratcher. It's actually very obvious that it's Mandy. Patricia was Mandy. Stacey was but Mandy. But why hasn't she admitted it? Mandy. Why hasn't she admitted it then? Because she's Mandy. She's pathetic. <laughs> she is literally the epitome of everything that this is. I don't know, Sonia. I th- I think that was that was actually Pat- Patricia and and Stacy. Like they seem very valid. They just had different opinions than us. You know, everyone is is entitled to their opinion. I feel like no, nobody is. I feel like if it was Mandy, don't you think she would have said, "Okay, you know, Sonia, it's me." Don't you think she would have said that? No, because she's scared and she's a loser. And I've already beaten her ass twice on television, national, international television global television she's embarrassed and she's upset because mandy rose doesn't know how to lose this is the issue let, let me tell you something real quick you want to hear about who what what it, what makes a winner a winner needs to be knocked down over and over and over again they need to know how to lose winners need to know how to lose quote that quote that shit winners need to know how to lose okay mandy rose doesn't know how to lose because she's always been the center of attention it's always been the mandy show I know how to lose. I've been at the bottom before, honey, and I've picked myself back up. I've packed my bags. I've moved on to the next city, and I've succeeded in another avenue of life, okay? That's why I'm a winner, and that's why Mandy Rose is a loser. Point blank, period. Next question. Thank you. So, so, Dee, I have a question. Now that you're 
wrestling against Mandy. Is there anything we don't know about her? Like, does she smell pretty? Does she <laughs> like what? What do we not know about Mandy? I feel I, like I mean, she would like wear the best perfume. I don't know why I feel like that, but really, let, let's just hype up, hype up Mandy. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not okay. trying to hype her up. I'm just saying, like, there, give me, like, is there something we don't know about her? Does she handle haters better than you do, Daria? <laughs> <laughs> Please, honey. She cries in her Wheaties at night. It, it, it's it's all a facade. It's it's a it's a golden facade that she has created and she has perfected to allow everyone to believe the gallon-sized BS that comes out of her mouth every single day. So yes, I will tell you something you don't know about Mandy. She wears flower bomb perfume and it smells okay on her golden facade what's flower bomb is that clinique like popular basic chick perfume okay got it like bath and body Rhea, everyone used to wear it uh, really no, it's oh like yeah an actual bottle Every, it's like a thing it was a trend that trend. or pink sugar and flower pink sugar is another <laughs> yes. basic yeah i don't know why i feel like mandy rose would just smell so beautiful i just <laughs> we want to ask me what i wear i wear louis vuitton cologne honey Yes, Louis Vuitton. Here's another question. So this has been something I've wondered since Fire and Desire, you know, has had difficulties. So Mandy used to stay here with you. If Mandy comes back to LA and she asks to stay with me, I have to say no? Um, Loyalty, Maria. Loyalty. Okay. I'm just making sure. Just making sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. This is, yeah. You know, me, you, and Kev, we, we, got a, we got a small circle. We keep it tight. We keep it right. And we... we Loyalty is like what we pride ourselves on. We're NWL. We are day ones. Yes. Yeah. And Mandy is intruder, outsider that we temporarily, temporarily let into our lives. And that was a lapse in judgment from all of us. Difficult, difficult. Maria, you and Sonia, Maria, you have to just get back and take out Mandy. According to what Sonia's saying. Wait, I need to, I need to get in the ring and take out Mandy. Yeah. After, after the pandemic and maybe you two can team up and take out take out mandy you don't need my help it's easy trust me i've done it twice already <laughs> i am undefeated four and oh yeah i think yeah you you probably have a better record than mandy right now <laughs> seriously maria i'm gonna pitch this though i think sonia deville and maria Menounos, greek fire yeah. greek fire <laughs> but sonia's okay. not greek you're greek why would she have greek to adopt my my thing for herself because you're a tag team we're a tag team. You're, You're a tag Greek team. Oh, no longer fire and desire. No. It's Greek fire. Greek fire. <laughs> Greek fire. Okay. I'm like, she's Italian. We should be like Greek Italian fire. <laughs> the Mediterranean nation. The Mediterranean fire. Yes. <gasps> I think this is so cool. Yeah. Um, something. So, uh, I, you know, the jury's still out. I think if it was Mandy, she would have identified herself, but you know right, unless that she... would be the noble like honorable thing to do and we're Here's still the thing. we have just a few moments left if mandy is watching this and if that was you mandy i think it would only be right that you call in and fess up but who knows maybe it's better she just fades away i don't know <laughs> i don't know what the right thing is to do if that was her but um let her fade we don't have any more callers right I do not have any more callers on the line as of yet, okay. but I'll let you know by the end of the show if, wow. if somebody tries to well, confess it, to something. It sounded like they were fans, except for the few that were talking about your MMA fights and stuff. I thought but... all of them were pretty valid. You know, Derry, you really kind of got your ass kicked in that <gasps> fight. Steven! So, I, I was friends. I knew Derry back did, then. Did, and oh, I... I'm sorry. Did you did you not see the part where I had the girl up against the cage and I was teeing off on her face and then the bell rang for the first round to end? I, I, I must have blinked. I must have blinked. I'm sorry. <laughs> Steven, are you... You are going against our guest right now? This is so inappropriate. I just think the constructive criticism should be raised on a platform. And those fan callers, (laughs) you know, they weren't being haters. They were constructively criticizing. I think they became haters. Some of them became haters. Some of them were fans. But listen, um, this is why you need to go away. (laughs) He's going away (laughs) next week. (laughs) Steven clearly has lost his mind. This is not how we treat our guests. Right. This is highly inappropriate. I'm team Sonia on this I'm one. I'm sorry, Sonia. I, I, I sincerely apologize that fans disagree with you. Thank you. 
Um, Steven, we go back a ways. You need to check your loyalty. Too, yeah. Honey. Yeah. Um, we do have a question in the chat from Demo who wants to know when is Sonia going after the SmackDown women's title? As soon as I'm finished ruining Mandy's life. Physically. Yes. Are you only attacking yeah. Mandy physically? Or are there other attacks that are in the works? Oh, I, I, I said this on Instagram, I think a couple of weeks ago. And I'm going to reiterate it right now. I know Mandy better than literally anybody. And this is five years in the making. So to say that it's a surface layer as beating her when I've already done that twice um, would be discredit to what I'm planning. So, yes, there's much more than physical harm uh, that I'm going to cause Mandy. Wow. And we know that the biggest thing she values is not winning because she doesn't do a lot of that in the ring. So, um, the yeah. tea is hot. Right. I'm on the edge of my oh. seat with this. This is, this is like a front row ticket. I feel like I'm watching SmackDown right now. Well, Incredible. I mean, maybe if she didn't call in five times with five different really lame accents, maybe if the accents were like halfway decent and like, she gave me a run for my money kind of made me believe that she was a fan. Um, I wouldn't be so ticked off right now. But. What is the craziest fan experience you've ever had? Ooh. Craziest fan experience. Did someone try to steal your donuts? <laughs> Has someone tattooed um, you yet? Oh, you know, there is a tattoo out there of me, which is okay. kind of really cool. Um, okay. So we have this one fan. Her name's Lisa. And she's like, oh, we live. I just cursed. Um, she kills me. But she uh, came to one of our events. It was a signing, I think, in Albany, New York. And we, she wanted to, we call her our security. She wanted to be our security guard for the day. So we, we let her be our security for the day. And <laughs> man, she was amazing. She really fought off all the, all the people um, that were trying to steal our donuts because we had donuts that day. Um, but yeah, Lisa's awesome. Do you have Number a favorite donut? Yeah, um, so there's this place in Lafayette, Louisiana called Meshi's Donuts, and it is incredible. Hole in the wall, their classic glaze is the go-to. You know what? Next time you're here, I have to make you fried dough, which is basically a donut. I um, love fried dough. Dee, you have no idea. We I fry the dough. Done that yet. We fry the dough, we melt butter, then you put powdered Powder sugar. sugar, I put cinnamon as well. I also throw a little honey on top. It is absolute oh heaven. What do you do it on like a stovetop? Uh like on a on olive oil, like on, you know, a in pan. a pan. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that's You're just so making good. me really hungry right now. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> damn good. Um all right, well listen, D. Uh I love you. Kevin loves you. Steven clearly has mixed emotions over there. Um Ollie loves you. And um, I think that you guys have the storyline of, you know, the last however long. I think that you are killing it. Um, I'm so proud of you. And um, what Kevin did say those years ago is true. We don't just like you. We love you. You are light and you are fun. And we so enjoy the role we get to play in your life, but also your friendship. Like, we were going through a really tough time and you popped in and surprised us and we literally screamed and jumped out of our chairs because we just <laughs> know we all get each other and it's pure and um, yeah, I continued success and um, I'm just so happy for you. I love you. That just made me like emotional because you guys have just, I mean, from personal to business to everything, the last five years you guys have been there. Through thick and thin, I always called you my West Coast parents because it was like you guys were like the people that I could go to no matter what. Um, and stopping by and seeing you uh, recently just made my life. And I know you, you guys felt the same way. But we all needed each one, other that sure. day. <laughs> we did. It was like one of those crazy like moments where it was just like timing couldn't have been better for all of us. We're all going through our own struggles and. Uh, it was great seeing you guys. And hopefully I will be on the West Coast more permanently in the near future. So, yes. 
Yes. Leave yes. everyone with that. Too. Yes. <laughs> All right, dude. Love you. It was so nice meeting you. It was nice meeting wow. you. You're, you're such a joy. I love hearing your guys' conversations. <laughs> I love you Sorry, guys. I, I got a little heated. I didn't know that it was going to be the Mandy show. Once again, she was going to just completely hijack my interview. But, you know. Yeah. I can't wait to find out. Like, I can't wait to see. Maybe she's posted something or who knows. But Yeah, why don't you go give her a little know. text since y'all are besties. I'm not her bestie. Well, so much, for, so much for Greek and fire. Greek fire Greek is fire. done already. Greek and fire is dead and it hasn't even started. D, no, don't be like this. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> Guys, that was friggin' hilarious. Jeff. Uh, Mandy. Mandy. I was, you know, Sonia said it. She said it first. Jeff. I don't Jeff, know. Jeff, you blew it. Jeff is going to watch that movie, the punishment movie, I know, I know. 50 times. I was just deferring to what Sonia <laughs> said. She had yes. said it was Mandy, and I just wanted to believe our guest, right? There you go. There you go. Hey, listen. Um, Ollie, Ollie, that must have felt like a show for you, like a front row <laughs> it seat. It was a show. <laughs> I, it, was, it was a telenovela. Uh, I didn't know what to believe, but I, I, I wish I had some popcorn. That's all I wish. Or I know, me too. Yet, me too. We should have had popcorn. Um, Ollie, thank you so much for joining. And um, we wish you all the success as well as one of our after buzzers. Um, you can find him at Ollie Dreamer. Uh, of course, Daria, you can check out Daria Mandy's Donut Line, Demandy's Donuts. As she said, today is the last day to buy Pride shirts. The proceeds go to the Pride the trevor project you can catch her on smackdown airing live on fox friday nights um a final note on gay pride yay to the supreme court granting um uh employees the the safety to not be discriminated against um for their gender or sexual orientation can't even believe that that just had to happen now in 2020 very unfortunate however yay um and uh ollie thank you for helping us close out pride month and thank you for having me it's an honor honestly it's been it's been such a great it's uplifted me for sure absolutely yeah so i feel better you. than i did when we started <laughs> <laughs> it's the nails it's the nails oh my god your nails are amazing <laughs> um and uh thank you guys for joining us tomorrow we have um interpersonal and play psychologist dr amanda gummer who has written extensively about the positive effects of quarantine. Yes, positive effects, quality time, and the habits we need to hold on to as the world reopens. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, You can follow me at Maria Menounos, uh, at Sonia Deville WWE, at Jeff Crane Graham, at Stephen Lemieux Photo. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present.